Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Ben and this is the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Hey family, I hope you're well wherever you are and you got that thin blue smoke rolling. This is the fourth episode of season four, the 2018 festival season. Throughout the year, I've been traveling around the country to various barbecue festivals, and in this episode, I'm on a jet plane again and heading down to the always beautiful Foster in New South Wales. I was super proud to have been invited to be part of the first ever Q for a Cause competition, raising money for the Great Lakes Women's Shelter. It was a fantastic cause to get behind and a ripper of a weekend away. Before we get into it, I want to invite you to join us at the Smoking Hot Confessions community on Facebook. If you're looking for a barbecue group full of open-minded people who just love to help each other out, the Smoking Hot Confessions community is a great place to continue the conversation. Finally, however you listen to this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show. It really helps me spread that barbecue love. So without further ado, grab yourself a handle of lamb and a stiff drink and join me at the inaugural Q for a Cause Barbecue Charity Competition. This is the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions podcast with your host, Ben Arnott. How long has it been since your last confession? Ladies and gentlemen, my name's Ben. I'm from Smoking Hot Confessions. I'm here at Q for a Cause in Foster on the, uh, in, in the Great Lakes region of New South Wales, mid-north coast. I'm having a ripper of a day. I wish you were here because it is fantastic. Now, today is our Give It A Go team competition, and I've got with me here David from DG Barbecue. How are you going today, David? Oh, wonderful. It's first time for me, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's terrific fun. That's fantastic to hear, mate. I'm really pleased yeah. to hear that you're having a good time. Yes. So... Tell me a bit about your history uh, in relation to barbecue leading up to today. Well, very little. Uh, I am food master for the local uh, Coomba District Wine and Dine Society, which is about the full extent, and I'm a keen barbecuer at home, but nothing as complex as the uh, smoking that's going on here with these barbecues. I feel a real beginner, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. That's very interesting, mate. So what uh, what's barbecue do you have at home? Uh, I have a gas-fired six-burner <laughs> uh, with side grill and all that sort of stuff. We do a lot of roasts on it. It comes up well. Very nice. I love that sort of yeah. stuff. So what, uh, what encouraged you to get into this competition here today? Uh, we're friends of the uh, women's shelter here, and uh, the cause is the reason we came, because we wanted to help support that cause. And... Uh, it's a very good cause and they're struggling to keep the cash together to keep running such a thing as a women's shelter. It is a very good cause, mate, for sure. Now, you've got two hand-ins today. You've got chicken and pork. So can you tell me a bit about what you've done for each of those hand-ins? Uh, yes, sure. The, uh, the chicken, we've taken a slightly oriental path with a, a basting of uh, an oriental flavours. And uh, on the pork, it's a uh, slightly more spicy uh, rub and glaze to go with that. Oriental chicken, that sounds very interesting. I'm, I'm going to be curious to see how that goes. So you've gone for Oriental flavours on American-style low-and-slow yes, chicken cook. that's right. And we've done an experiment, and it worked very well. We were very pleased with the end result. Mate, I'm keen to see how that turns <laughs> out. So walk me through what you're cooking on here today. Well, this is uh, our pork spare rib is in here, and uh, we've uh, 
got it currently got it wrapped in foil and uh, it's been rubbed with a load of spices. Mm -hmm. And we're also working in conjunction with our next door team here, our competitors, um, because um, we're using one of the barbecues for the smokers for the ribs and the other one for chicken. So that way uh, it works out better. Mate, that's what I love about this barbecue scene. People working together. You, you've got both your pork in that one. You've got both your chicken in that one. Mate, that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's so good that we can come together and we can help each other out yeah, like that. it's fun because uh, we didn't know how quite to do it otherwise, so it worked out really well. Mate, that's fantastic. Well, i got my fingers crossed for you for this afternoon for the, uh, for the trophy session. And I really hope we see your Oriental chicken up there getting your first place trophy. It'd be interesting, wouldn't it? I don't know. Not expecting, as long as we don't come last, I'll be happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds good, mate. Good. Good luck. Okay, thanks very much. Now, I'm talking here today with Jake from Jab Barbecue. He's part of the Give It A Go competition. It's his first competition today. And it's great that he's here and he's come out to show his uh, support for such a great cause. Mate, thanks for coming. And how's it been treating you? Yeah, it's been good, mate. Um, good experience. Um, yeah, it's just a bunch of people want to talk barbecue, so I've, I've been uh, having a ball. Yeah, there are definitely worse ways to spend a day. Yeah, most definitely. So, mate, tell me a bit about um, about your history with barbecue. What's what's led you to come here, to come up to this point? Well, family's always really cooked on Weber's. We've always cooked with charcoal and whatnot, and I do most of the cooking at home. So, just basically, I wanted a bit more of a challenge and. Um, yeah, barbecue just seemed to be that perfect uh, avenue to, to challenge me and yeah, I've kind of just grown from there and caught the bug pretty hard. That'll happen, mate, definitely, definitely. Now I can see that you've got two Webbers of your own here. Can you tell me a bit about the history with, of, of those Webbers? Um, well, this one here was my first one. Um, they were both just second-hand numbers. Um, yeah, there was nothing really that, that interesting about them. Um, yeah, they're just just the old, uh, they're cookers, not lookers kind of thing, so. Mate, there's not much you can't do on a Weber, so you've, you've definitely made some solid choices there. Yeah, definitely. So tell me a bit about uh, what decisions you've made with your strategy towards the two hand-ins you've got to do today. Um, just just trying to get my timing right. Um, I'm pretty pretty happy with the way my chicken's going. Ribs, not so much, um, mainly just because um, I didn't get the racks that I would have liked, but beggars can't be choosers so um but yeah hopefully it all comes good the the cooks themselves are going going well so hopefully i can uh i can jag something so that's good to hear mate getting a good set of pork ribs is is half the battle here in australia so if you do find a butcher that uh, that can get you good pork ribs get hold of them and just hold on to them as tight as you possibly can yes yeah, as definitely. tight as you can so uh what what sort of fuels are you using here today um mixed between heat beads and um and lump um, and then I'm smoking on um, chunks, which uh, I'm using apple and cherry. So I'm taking apple on the pork and cherry on the chicken? No, opposite. Opposite? Cherry with the pork, apple with the, uh, the chicken. Interesting. Why did you go against the grain? Because, I mean, usually apple and pork go together. I just personally really like the, the cherry with pork, and I've got a, a cherry bourbon barbecue sauce that I make that um, goes on the on the pork ribs so I kind of wanted to marry the flavours a little bit um, and as for the chicken I do a apple cider glaze for the chook so it just kind of marries in together. Very nice so there's a homemade bourbon barbecue sauce going to the judges today. That it is. Well mate I got my fingers crossed for you I hope that bourbon barbecue sauce comes through for you and uh, good luck up so there today. I. Thanks mate. Cheers.
And with me here today at Q for a Cause, raising money for the uh, Great Lakes Women's Shelter, we've got Mark from Pitts Bitches. How are you doing today, Mark? Very good yourself. Good, mate. I'm good. I'm good. First thing i got to know, what's the deal with the team name? Well, we were sort of mentored by uh, a friend of mine, Linda, from Pitts Perfect. And uh, it's a bit of a play on words. But uh, essentially, we're, we're a slave to the grill, so that's where we're at. <laughs> Lovely. I love it. So, all right, run me through what you got here. Um, so got a, a flaming coals offset. Um, got some uh, ribs smoking away in there at the moment. They've been wrapped and uh, waiting for them to be done so we can get them sourced. Um, and out the back is uh, my offsider Chris, and he's got some uh, chicken thighs in the, the Weber's. Very nice, mate. Very nice. So this is part of the uh, the Give It A Go competition. Yes. So tell me a bit about your history with barbecue. What's led you up to the point of this? Um, I've been smoking on uh, and cooking on Weber kettles for about 10 years. And then uh, when I found, Linda, found out Linda was um, into smoking comps and that sort of stuff, it sort of sp sparked interest and uh, watched far too many YouTube videos and went out and bought a, a Weber Smoky Mountain. Um, and about six weeks ago, picked this up. So um, just as another alternative to a bullet smoker, have a crack and an offset. So yeah, and away we go. Mate, beautiful. I think we've all watched uh, a, a whole ton of YouTube trying to get into this. It's a brilliant resource, brilliant. Yep. So tell me, what is it that pushed you across the line to go from the backyard into the pit yard and give this a go today? Um, I think just the, the passion to turn out you know, quality food and, and have it looked at by others outside of the family. You know, they're always biased, so, and friends are biased as well. And so it's sort of take it to that next level and um, sort of come up with a few creative, inventive flavours along the way. So, yeah. It's all, all a bit of fun and hang out with some good people and drink a few beers. Mate, that is what it's all about, absolutely. So can you tell me a little bit about uh, about how you've gone about cooking your pork ribs today? Yeah, so they started off um, after being trimmed and then uh, a, a series of four rubs. Um, uh, they spent about two hours in a smoker, uh, two and a half hours, and then they've been wrapped with the, the good old butter and brown sugar and honey and um, just waiting for those to, to come up to tenderness and then we'll unwrap them and source them and slice them and happy days. And are you able to give me any secrets as to what sort of flavour profile you've gone for? Oh, there's, there's definitely uh, the sweet honey flavours with a, a nice tangy barbecue sauce. A little bit of heat, not too much, just enough to tingle, tingle and dance on your tongue. Oh, stop it, you're making me hungry. You're making me hungry. That's, that's, that's the goal. <laughs> All right, well, mate, good luck for the competition coming up. Thank you very much. And I hope to see you up there picking up a trophy. That'd be nice. All right, cheers, mate. Cheers, Ben. And with me, I've got Rusty from R2 Beef 2. Mate, how are you enjoying the competition so far? Yeah, we're very good so far. We had a good night last night uh, getting to know everyone and uh, we kicked off nice and early today. It's going good. Getting to know everyone, is that code? Uh, yeah, it's called campfire uh, with beverages. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So, mate, tell me a bit about your history with barbecue. What, what has um, led you to this competition? A few years ago, I had brisket out at a restaurant and thought that was pretty spec spectacular and uh, decided to get in, learn how to cook it myself, and it sort of blossomed from there. Mate, I think that's how pretty much all of us start. And so what then has pushed you now over the line into competition? I think... Um, Liking team sports, uh, liking uh, competition, um, hanging out with my mates and we're, we've got to a point where I think we're doing some pretty good stuff and we want to see how we shape up against the, the pros. Mate, I love that idea. Now I did mean to ask before, R2 Beef 2, how did that name come about? 
Uh, just my first Weber. Uh, I put a little extension on it, had a bit of blue on it, and it's sort of, I'm a bit of a Star Wars nerd, so I just uh, give it a name. And of course here I've got Darth Brisket now, so this is the big boy, so we've got a couple going now. Mate, that's fantastic, I love it. So you've got two hand-ins to do uh, today for your Give It A Go competition. Um, tell me a bit about what they are and how you've gone about it. So we've got pork ribs, they're going in here, and we're gonna get some chicken on later. Um, we've got it all mapped out, what times things need to happen, so. We'll give it a crack, give it some smoke, and we'll see how we go. I did see that lovely big timesheet you got there. You're a man after my own heart. That's how I do things as well. It's the only way to stay organised. Absolutely. So, mate, my fingers are crossed for you for the competition later on this afternoon. It's been great to meet you, and good luck. Thanks a lot, mate. Nice to meet you. Thank you. Cheers. This is David Ong, and you're listening to Smoking Hot Confession. Good morning, everybody. Ben from Smoking Hot Confessions here. It is a little bit overcast, a little bit rainy. We're hoping to knock out a few more of these interviews for you before the rain settles in. But I've got with me right now Craig from the Sheen Shangri-La. He's managed to get, uh, what, three hours sleep last yep, night, is it? three hours, yep. yep. Three hours, plenty of sleep. Yeah. And he's going to tell us all about what he's up to at this competition and what he's cooking on. So, mate, how's it been treating you? Yeah, it's been a good comp. It's, um, you know, it's, it's for a good cause. You know, we're raising money for charity. Um, it's good. Um, community atmosphere has been a really good, really good competition. Mate, that's fantastic. And so you are here, um, looks like you're representing a whole bunch of different uh, different brands at the moment. You've got Big Green Egg, you've got uh, GMG over here. Yep. So what is it that you do these days? Um, I'm the state sales manager in New South Wales for Hark Enterprises. We also um, dis distribute the Big Green Egg in Australia and Green Mountain Grills pellet smokers. Oh, beautiful. Now, it's the pellet smoker that I was wanting to talk about, actually. So, can you give me a bit of a rundown on um, on what a pellet smoker is, how it works, and why you've chosen to bring it to a comp? Yep. Well, historically, we've used an offset smoker, um, but with the pellet smoker, we're finding that we can dial it in at a certain temperature, and it's pretty much set and forget. So, um, we have a full hopper of pellets. Um, we can set it at 250 Fahrenheit or 120 Celsius. Um, and for as long as it's got electricity in pellets, it'll just sit at that temperature. So it's um, a lot more controlled and um, without the ups and downs of you know, fire management with, with pieces of wood going on, pieces of wood coming off, burning out. So, um, yep, so Green Mountain Grills made in the USA. Um, works in, a, in a, a, a pellet hopper. So we have the, the pellets, which are food grade pellets. Can get four different flavors and that just self feeds in there gravity fed there's a fan in here which keeps positive pressure through the through the system so there's no backburn of the pellets um, it feeds down through an auger which is a worm drive into a fire chamber mm -hmm. and there's an igniter in there and there's a fan in the fire chamber as well which that re regulates the heat so it's a full wi-fi model so you can operate it via the um, display. Wi-Fi, cool. Yep. Uh, or if you're tech savvy, you can run it via your phone, uh, app on your phone, which you download. Um, and yeah, basically you can control the pit temp uh, from from your, your handheld phone uh, device. Or at, if you're at home, for example, you connect to your router and you could be miles and miles away from your barbecue and still control it via your phone. Mate, that sounds amazing. So many different uh, things that you can do with it there. And so what is your number one tip for bringing it to a competition? 
Um, just the ease and that you can actually get some sleep rather than staying up feeding a fire all night. You know, there's sort of you, you can have a little bit of a rest um, and just be confident knowing that they're still cooking or your fire's not going out. Beautiful. So what's coming up for you in the next sort of half hour or so? Um, we've got the first hand-ins at 10 o'clock. We've got uh, chicken. Um, so that that's well underway. So um, And then we've, after that we've got uh, lamb is the next one at 11, pork ribs at 12 and brisket at 1. Sounds lovely, mate. Well, look, I'll, I'll leave you to it. I'll get out of your way so you can get stuck back into it. Th- no thank worries. you very much for your time. Thanks, man. So I'm here with Manning Valley Natural Smokers, literally number two team in the world for brisket, and it's their own brisket. They grow and they take care of it all themselves. And uh, I've got uh, Grant and Ash here. So we're going to kick it off with Grant, mate. How's this weekend treating you? Yeah, Ben, no, it's a great, great weekend, great venue, and uh, Linda and Mika put a great event on here for a great cause. They definitely have, mate. Now, who do you reckon is going to be your, as number two in the world, who's going to be your biggest uh, challenge to beat this weekend? Oh, we've got Roland Smoke coming out of retirement by the looks of it, country boys and uh, smoking hot and saucy here, so it's going to be pretty tough. And, of course, you've still got old piggy butt brain that always chimes in there. So it's going to be a pretty tough field this weekend. Absolutely. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the, the first four teams you mentioned, yourself included, are the current top four in the ladder. And, of course, piggy butt brain is Adam Roberts, one of the founders of the, uh, of the Australasian Barbecue Alliance. So those are some big names in there. Oh, for so, sure. For sure. And uh, Adam keeps telling us he's going to keep rolling us in brisket. So, uh, But he'll keep trying. One day you'll get there. <laughs> yeah, good stuff, good stuff. And, uh, and Ash, mate, how are you enjoying the weekend so far? Yeah, it's good. Good, all set up, ready to start trimming and get everything going. Yep, let's see how we fare tomorrow when it comes to handings. Love it, mate. I love it. Now, you guys are, uh, you've, you've got a, a couple of different cookers here. One of it is your monster trailer over here, but you've got a couple of drums here, which is quite interesting. Can you walk us through uh, what you've got here? Yeah, we've got two gateway drum smokers. Um, we use a pink one for pork and a green one for the beef. So they're quite straightforward. They're, people say they're hot and fast. It's quite simple to use. You've got two airflows on the side and you've got your chimney on top and it just runs off a charcoal basket in the base. So we have a look. This is our, this is our beef one. So we've got a grate in the middle, put the brisket in, charcoal on the bottom, a couple of little chunks of wood, only small chunks like, oh, quarter the size of a can of coke just to have about three of them spread throughout the basket so it's getting smoked throughout the cook um, brisket sits on the tray on top rotate the tray every half hour during cooking um, spritz when necessary yeah and as your fat trips out of your meat trips on the charcoal gives you a different flavor so it's quite a straightforward basic um, sort of traditional type of cooker yeah yeah well, we've we've found that it's something different to play with gives you a different taste different flavor um, textural doesn't change get more sleep which is always good and comp times hey we enjoy the extra sleep so pretty much guaranteed a five-hour brisket from the time it goes on to the time it comes off give or take 10 10 minutes either side from that five-hour mark mate i can see why you like it so grant can you tell me a bit about about why you like uh pu- putting pork in your pink one here um well since Mark come, come onto our team, he bought these gateway smokers and we weren't actually going to uh, even use them. We were just going to use the radar, but every every comp we bring them one out and then we've got two out and 
and we said, well, all right, let's cook a brisket. So we cook a brisket in each each smoker for each comp, and uh, we've been comparing them all the way through. And uh, and as Ash said, you know, it's the flavour difference between that one than what you get out of the original reverse flow. So, mm. which is something a little bit different, and texture and the moisture are pretty well the same in both both rigs, but five hours to about seven hours, so a little bit more sleep, as I said. The pink one, um, this is the one we started with him. As you know, he uh, Mark loves his ribs. but um, So what we do with the pink one, pretty well the same as a brisket, but we actually hang them, hang the ribs in here. Um, yeah, and, you know, control it. You know, pork ribs, I think, you know, between two and two and a half hours, um, completely cooked, mag- magnificent. Um, and, you know, since we started, it's grown on all of us, um, these two things at the front. We've got four in total, but we still want to use our radar. We still use these. Um, but, you know, we, the pork really, really, ribs are really, really good in it. And the moisture, the texture, the taste is amazing. And with our rub and sauce, and, uh, which is, you know, the last three or four comps has just answered itself. Uh, our results have come out of these. So. It is hard to argue with your results. Oh, so yeah, one, one question I did have, though, if you are hanging your pork ribs, does it reach a point where you do have to pull them off the hooks and lay them yeah, down? Yeah, so what we do, um, yeah, so you rub them, of course, and everything, and then hook them in these, hang them, and uh, only hangs them for about the first 40, 45 minutes, and then we take them out and do the conventional wrap, put, take the hangers out, put the tray back in, and then wrap them in foil and do the, the conventional way that you do them in your normal smoker. So it's the first 45 minutes to an hour hanging, and that's where the flavour and everything comes and colour and everything, nice, and then, then nice. more or less the same. But the heat in here cooks them so much quicker, and, you know, you're two, two and a half hours. For a full rack of ribs, two, two and a half hours. Yep, that's about it. Wow. Yep. So, so Ash, what what sort of fuel do you run in these guys? Um, We, five ran, five ran hardwood premium lump. It's the best. Um, Burns hot, burns clean, burns for a long time. Yeah. So, with a full basket of charcoal and these drums, we can get anywhere from eight to a twelve-hour burn out of it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So it's pretty impressive. Pretty impressive bits of gear. They're pretty straightforward and they do a wonderful job. Very nice, very nice. So if the uh, viewers would be interested in a gateway drum, how would they get hold of one of them? Uh, currently, um, I just see Mark done a course, uh, class last week down at the Q Club and um, they're actually bringing them into Australia now at the Q Club and you can buy them through the Q Club. Or you can, I think you can buy them direct, but the Q Club's, you know, a lot easier in freight than trying to get them over the US from yourself. So, yeah, no, the Q Club's doing it now and... And there's a few already getting around, as we can see. And uh, I think there's a few more, and the Victorian boys are starting to purchase them as well. So. They just don't have pretty colours like us either. <laughs> i got a funny feeling we're going to see a lot more of these on, oh, the, on, on the circuit shortly. For sure, for sure. I think they are. And uh, they're so much easier. Less room, normal trailer, throw your marquee in, put the trailer in your shed, you've got your smokers, and away you go. Love it, mate. I love it. Well, yeah. gentlemen, th- thank you very much for your time. Thanks, thank ben. you. Thank you. And thank you, and best of luck in the competition. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. And I've got now with me Linda from Pitts Perfect. She's been cooking here all weekend, and she's going to give us a walkthrough of her fantastic-looking uh, trailer smoker here. So, Linda, how's the competition been, been treating you? Yeah, good. I think we did pretty good. Um, a few hiccups along the way, but, yeah, not too bad. So 
Let's see what the judges think. <laughs> oh, can you tell us what happened? Oh, just the brisket. I had a feeling it wasn't quite done for some reason, and about half an hour earlier I took it out, it definitely wasn't done. So we sliced it up, put it back in its own juices, and by the time time was up, it was done. So I'm glad I checked it or we would have had surfboard brisket to hand in. So. Oh, yeah, no, you don't want that. You don't want that. You don't want that at all. Yeah. So now you've actually brought your whole family here today, haven't yep. you? Yep, certainly have. And um, Chloe actually um, was in a competition yesterday and reserve grand championed. <laughs> Which we've never done. So in her first competition, she beat us. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So there's a new yeah. superstar in the that's family. That's exactly right. So the only way we can beat her this weekend is if we win, and that's probably not going to happen. So yeah. I think she's going to take the honours this weekend. So Yeah. No, good honour. Good honour. Yeah, I agree. All right. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about was yep. your beautiful looking offset trailer mm -hmm. smoker here. Yep. Can you give us a bit of a rundown on, on what it is and how it works? Yeah. Well, this is a reverse flow. Um, so instead of your regular one where you've got your chimney on the opposite side of your firebox, we've got the chimney on the same side as the firebox. So the smoke will come up under, a, I don't know all the technical terms, but a big plate that sits there. It comes around through and up, out through the chimney. So this section here is actually the hottest bit of the um, offset, which is why I love it because if I need something cooked quickly, I put it up there. Um, I know you can do similar with the plates in a, a regular offset, but this is just once I've known, now I know this barbecue, it makes it really easy to get put things where you need them done. So yeah, to get them done quickly or slowly. So that's, yeah. Beautiful. And yeah. where does the offset part of it come from? I have no idea. <laughs> is it is it because the firebox is offset from the cooking that's chamber? You know more than I do. <laughs> I, just, I know the technicalities, that makes sense. And I've only had three hours sleep. So simpler questions, please. Okay. All right. All right. So what color is it? It's black, I think. There we go. Okay. Good, 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 good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what so what kind of meats is this particular smoker suited to? Um, it loves brisket. Like, we can fit... Had I have known we were going to do catering and stuff, I would have got a 30-inch. This is only a 24-inch. That would have got us an extra shelf in there. But this can still fit about four briskets on each shelf, and she just smashes through the briskets. So things like ribs and stuff are sometimes better suited to the Weber because they need a, a bit more straight-up heat. But the slow cooking of the brisket, old pulled pork and lamb as well, all those slow meats... They love getting cooked in this. It makes it easy. I don't have to do much at all, so oh. it makes my life easier. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love the sound of all that brisket. Yeah. Yeah. So the last question then is, yeah. what, what sort of fuel do you run it on? Uh, we use ironbark, um, and we also use, the only other fruit wood I use now is cherry wood. So um, the ironbark goes straight on the fire. The cherry wood I'll put in front of it so it's not sitting on the fire. So the heat... The ambient heat will hit the wood and it'll just smoke. Well, sometimes it catches fire, but that's not what I want it to do. But that's what I use and that's what seems to work really good in this. So, yeah. Well, I, I love all that and thank you for sharing that information with us. And uh, best of luck at Trophy thank Time you. coming up soon. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. And I've got here with me Anthony from Dr Q, uh, one of the most consistent performing teams in Australia. And he's here today and he's going to talk us through a bullet smoker and how that works. But first of all, we're going to find out how he went in the comp. So mate, thanks for your time today. We appreciate you uh, taking some time out to do this video. And uh, mate, how have you been enjoying the uh, beautiful Q for a Cause competition? Mate, uh, Q for a Cause, it's been a fantastic competition. Um, I mean, you've only got to look around and see the, the number of teams that have rolled up, I think, really with that you know, real charity mind and, uh, you know, re ready to, I guess, you know, re really support what is, what is a great cause. So yeah, it's, it's been, been a lot of fun. I did forget to mention that before. We are here supporting the Great Lakes Women's Shelter. So, yeah, it's a, it's a very good cause. It's great to see so many people up here uh, getting behind it. So where have you travelled from to come to Foster? Uh, so we're Sydney-based. Um, so Foster is a nice comp, actually, because there's only about three hours' drive. So, yeah, yeah, almost local. 
Yeah, yeah, just about, just about. So what do you reckon was your strongest hand in? Uh, I was very happy with Lamb today. Um, our Lamb hasn't been firing of late and uh, certainly, you know, we, we've got um, a, a lot of the new Lambs come in um, and, and that, I think, has made, made a really big difference. So certainly the couplets we turned in today were really, really tender. Um, so, yeah, I, I think they were great. Mate, that sounds delicious. I'm getting hungry all over yeah. again. So we're here today to talk about your yeah. bullet smoker here. So can you give me a bit of a run through of, um, of what it is and how it works? Yeah, sure. Um, so this is a Weber Smoky Mountain. Um, I guess it's a standard sort of bullet or, or water smoker. Um, so essentially uh, there's a fire that sits in the base. Um, on top of that there is a water pan and the water pan's there to, to help regulate the temperature. Um, it, look, and it also adds, adds quite a bit of moisture. Um, without the water pan, it, it, it becomes a real yo-yo of, uh, of uh, temperature rides. Um, and from there, we've got two cooking levels um, inside, and uh, that's essentially it. Um, they're all driven by, uh, obviously, airflow, as, as all barbecues are. Um, so there's the three vents on the base that we control the temperature with and an exhaust on top. Um, so they're very simple, very straightforward, very affordable way to get into barbecue. Sounds like anyone could use it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're very, you know, set and forget. Um, yeah, and, and, and I, I think in, in particular the, 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 the Webers seem to go really, really well. Um, we, we just turn those on at the start of the weekend and then shut them off at the end, and that's really it. Mate, I love it. So what so what fuel do you run uh, in yours specifically? Uh, so ours are all fueled by heat beads. Um, we found, I guess, that the heat beads is the, the most consistent um, fuel. Uh, this weekend we run the heat beads blue cocoa briquettes um, in, in pretty much all of our barbecues um, with a little bit of original thrown in. Um, and then for the high heat searing, we've been using um, the heat beads lump charcoal. So... Um, yeah, we, we, we found really that the best thing is to find a good, consistent heat source that we know it's predictable, we know what's going to happen, um, and that then lets us focus on our flavours and our techniques. We don't have to worry about fire management, um, and certainly, we, you know, the heat beads has provided that for us, so, yeah. Mate, I love the sound of that. That sounds like good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if you could have uh, one piece of advice for, for viewers at home yep. about this particular type of smoker, what would that be? Or um, I think, really, I think it's probably about, um, I think with buying any smoker or anything in barbecue, it's about um, make the investment from the outset. Um, better off to spend the dollars early on because, uh, you know, it stops you having to uh, realise your mistakes later on. Um, and it's very much the same for me. Um, you know, we're, we're very fortunate in uh, being sponsored by, by Campbell's Mates at West Pimble. Um, and that has made a massive difference for us because just using quality product to start with um, really has improved our results out of sight. Um, and, and if you, you tracked how we'd gone um, over the last 12 months, you'd really see from the time we became involved with, with Campbell's as to uh, how our results took off. So, you know, I really think it's about make the investment from the outset because you really won't regret it. That's my biggest tip in barbecue. Yeah. Mate, that's solid advice. Thank you so much for your time. I'm going to let you get back to it now because I know you've got a lot to do before you drive back to Sydney yeah, tonight. Yeah, a bit of a pack down. So, uh, yeah. yeah, but thanks very much, Ben. Thank Appreciate you. It. Thank you. You're listening to the internationally awarded Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. It's sacrilegious. All right, everyone, thanks for that. Linda and Mick, I think you've put on a great event, everybody. Let's hear it for Linda and Mick. Yeah. Anyway. 
No problems. Okay, we'll start out with the chicken category. In fifth place, we have Grillers in the Mist. Fourth place, Rollin' Smoke Barbecue. Third place, coming up and receive your trophy, it's Pits Perfect. Okay, second place goes to the Wizards of Q. Okay, first place in the chicken category goes to Manning Valley Natural Smokers. Okay, in, moving on to the land category. We have in fifth place, Manning Valley Natural Smokers. Fourth place goes to Smokerados. Put that stick down, Oliver. Third place goes to Roland Smoke Barbecue. Okay, second place goes to Dr. Q. Okay, first place for the lamb category goes to the Wizards of Q. Moving on over to Pork Ribs, we have in fifth place, Manning Valley Natural Smokers. Fourth place, Piggy. Third place goes to Stoke and Smoke. Second place goes to the Wizards of Q. Okay, first place in the pork ribs category goes to Roll and Smoke Barbecue. Okay, moving on to the last category, brisket. We have in fifth place, Manning Valley Natural Smokers. Fourth place, we have Dr. Q. Third place goes to Full Throttle Barbecue. Okay, second place goes to Smokin' Hot and Saucy. Okay, first place, brisket category, goes to Rollin' Smoke Barbecue.
Okay, this moves us on to our grand champion category. I'll be announcing the top five teams in fourth place, equal fourth, both teams, Stoke and Smoke and Dr. Q. Third place, we have the Wizards of Q. The reserve grand champion for the first inaugural Q for a cause is Manning Valley Natural Smokers. Okay, the grand champion the Q for a cause lakeside, Roland Smoke Barbecue. Okay guys, thanks. Just want to thank from behalf, on behalf of the ABA, the competitors, the judges, and of course, Linda and Mick for putting on a great cause. Yes. Great well done, guys. guys, if I can just get you for a little bit, two seconds. Uh, Julie from the Great Lakes Women's Shelter is just going to say a couple of words before you head off. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. You people can't believe, you won't be able to believe how much this means to us to be approached by people who are so generously saying, can we help you? And we are enormously grateful for this whole event. So on behalf of the Great Lakes Women's Shelter, but also on behalf of Jeremy and the Lakeside Tavern and all the team over there, thank you all for being such great people. You have a great hobby. Um, the secret of true happiness is find what you like to do and do it to the hilt, and that's exactly what you do. But these guys have been absolutely fantastic. So thank you, Mick and Linda. Wonderful people. Thank you all. Maybe see you next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, that's it. The inaugural Q for a Cause charity barbecue competition. Linda and Mick put on a fantastic event and I'm looking forward to being a part of it going forwards. Massive congrats to go out to Manning Valley Natural Smokers on the RGC and, of course, my mate Lucas and Rolling Smoke Barbecue on taking out the grand champion prize. Before I let you go, jump on over to Facebook and join us at the Smoking Hot Confessions community. If you're into barbecue, we're into you. And finally, take a minute to subscribe, rate and review the show. This episode's supporter shout-out goes to CombiBus for their five-star rating and excellent review on Apple Podcasts. It is very much appreciated. Well, that's the end of the show. Till next time, take care of each other and keep on queuing. Thanks for listening to the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com for recipes, tips, and Ben's own confessions. <laughs>